I got a dream of winning a Super Bowl. I got a dream of being in a Pro Bowl. I'm really not into dreams anymore, okay? I'm into nightmares. There he is! Caught! Touchdown! Raiders! You're listening to the Autumn Windbags, an audio attack from the Silver and Black. Here are your windbags, Juan Soto. Yo, what is up, everybody? It's your boy Soto here with Autumn Windbags, rolling solo tonight because RJ's got to work. But we have a final. The second week in a row is preseason, but whatever. Second week in a row, the Raiders scored 34 points. We win 34-17 over the Los Angeles Rams. Uh Lots of stuff to talk about today. Uh, I don't want to get too far ahead of my skis. I don't want to get too far ahead, but, I mean, Aiden O'Connell looks really good. Uh, He's going against uh, a lot of backups. He's playing with a lot of backups. But we'll talk about it later. But he looks really good, and, and, and there's a reason why I think that he may be a little bit further along than we might think. Uh. Let's see here. Yes, Max Crosby did play. We're going to get into a lot of that. Um, all right. So before we go any further, you know, like we always do, make sure everyone like, comment, and subscribe. You guys want to know how you can support your favorite podcast in the world. Like, comment, subscribe. Tell your friends. Tell your haters. Tell your mamas. Tell your friends, haters, your mama's friends, your haters' moms, any combination of that, of those three things, moms, haters, and friends, any combination of you can do that. Tell them to subscribe to the Automobile Bets. Okay. Uh, we're going to have merch coming out soon. We're going to have stuff coming out. We have stuff already being designed. We got some cool stuff. Our stuff is not going to be like your normal stuff. Are we going to have like a windbag shirt? Sure, we're going to do stuff like that. But we're also going to have some really cool designs, too, that I think are really funny that you guys are going to really enjoy. Uh, yo, what's up? Yo, what's up, y'all? What's up? What's up? What's up? Everyone's looking good. Everyone's ready to rock. Okay, good. We're looking good. Okay. Here's the deal, brothers. Uh, first team offense looked crisp, man. Uh, they, they were they were going against a mix of some ones and, and, and a lot of backups. Uh, but, you know, if you know the Rams, they pay a lot of rotational guys. So, uh, you know, these are guys that have seen snaps in the NFL. But the offense just marched right down the field. Uh, timing was good. Jimmy G looked sharp. Uh, it wasn't our starting offensive line. Palm didn't play him, probably because of injury. Uh, and, uh, you know, Miller didn't play. But... They blocked well. Um, Jimmy G did get hit on a, a deep pass, pop right back up, and I was like, whoo, whoo. I got a little nervous there, but, you know, he popped right back up. So, even worse than, God forbid, than, God forbid, Jimmy G getting hurt is the bullshit I'm going to have to hear from RJ and Rory if, it, if he does. Because so, I'm, I'm okay with what happens after that. It's just yapping in my ear about it um the offensive line the kind of makeshift uh 
ones and twos offensive line. Uh, I think the only player on the offensive line that played his actual position uh, as a starter is Andre James. And, you know, uh, Illuminor was at the left tackle spot. Munford was right tackle. Uh, I think Bard was at left guard. And Van Rotten uh, or Van Roten was playing uh, right guard. They blocked pretty well uh, up front. Zeus looked a little bit – he looked different. He looked like he was getting a, a lot more holes and hitting them really hard and going through. Uh, I think he averaged like four and a half yards from carry today. Um, they look sharp. Now, were they going against the first team? No, no Aaron Donald. You know, not none of the, the, the game changes that they have on defense. But you can only you can only look how you can look against who you're playing, right? And so far, they look sharp. Uh, the, the ones that, that, that played today look sharp. I don't foresee them playing at all next week, and any ones really. But uh, from what we saw today, offensively, the ones look really good. Very quick, right down the field, touchdown drive. Uh, first team de- defense looked okay. They looked okay. It wasn't the full first team. Very similar. I think maybe a couple of more starters than what the Rams played uh, on defense. But they looked pretty good. Malcolm Kuntz uh, got some extended play. He looked pretty good. He looked quick. He looked sharp. He looked a lot better against the run, which is I'm, he's always been a pass rusher, guys. So I'm not worried about his pass rushing ability. I'm worried about how he plays the run, how he diagnoses things. He looked a lot better today. I gotta tell you, uh, what the? Why was Max Crosby out there playing? Could someone answer me that? Can someone answer me why Max Crosby is out there playing? I understand he wants to play, but he understands game speed. I'm pretty sure he does. He goes all out even in practice. It's notorious. I just don't get it. I think you have your most important piece on defense. You know, Aaron Donald's not out there playing. Um, a couple things to, I wanted to point out defensively. Uh, Polo Mao, Isaiah Polo Mao out of USC, go Trojans, fight on. Uh, had a pick six. Now, I understand that the, the <laughs> Stetson Bennett threw the pass like right to him, right? But he had to execute. We've seen three times in these last two games where the defensive back did it, or sorry, the defender, because one was Duke Shelley, one was Amik Robertson today, and, and also uh, Amari Bernie last game. Three interceptions that were easy right on the hands that they didn't catch. So something has to be said for executing and finishing those plays. Isaiah Polamau had a 50-yard interception return for touchdown. If you guys watched him at all in college at USC, this is not a surprise. I've been trying to tell RJ and Rory, this dude, he had like a combination of like 10 in college. Interceptions, forced fumbles, fumble recoveries. Dude was all over the place. He had like 180 tackles in college. Um, so it's he's he's a he's a player. Was he going to take some time to kind of round out? Yeah, he was a little bit more of a wild horse, and he's got by with his athletic ability in college. But he's a student of the game. He's getting better. He's producing. Uh, so that's a bright sign uh, in, in in the secondary. Uh, that kid Bolton, he thinks like his third or fourth year out. Of, I think he's played at Boise State. I'm not sure exactly, but man, uh, he's doing really well. He's a core special teamer. Looks like. At the safety spot, he had some good plays, some good short tackles. 
So we're getting some good production out of some backups in the secondary, which is what we're looking for. Now, if our our starters are, are just that much better than the, the backups and our backups look that good, things are maybe pointing in the right direction. Kelly Makahanaloa. I hope I got that right. Makahanaloa. Kelly Makahanaloa. There we go. I, I'm I usually a lot better at these names. My apologies. Ten dollar super chat. Thank you very much. I much appreciated. Uh, if you got a question, Kaylee, just go ahead and let me know, man. Uh, we'll go ahead and uh, and, and hit and uh, answer your question right away. But yeah, thank you very much for the super chat. Um, super chats are open, guys. So if you guys have any questions, hit me up on the super chat. We're, we're going to be good to go. Um, so Raiders thirty four, Rams seventeen. This is what we're looking for now. Do these? Nothing means nothing, okay? I was told that a long time ago. Nothing means nothing. Everything means something, right? Does this count against our record? No. But what we have to take away from is how the team played. You can only play with who's in front of you, correct? How do you play? Are you making dumb penalties? Are you sharp? Do you know what you're doing? Are you making mental mistakes? Do you have a lot of uh, um, uh, mix-ups in the secondary? you have a mix-up? Out wide uh, in right receiver, are your right receivers running bad routes? Are are uh, uh, linemen running into each other? You know stuff like that. We don't see that. We see a lot crisper, a lot sharper team. We had a few more penalties today than we had the last week, uh, but we did see a couple of different guys play. Still inexcusable. You, you don't want to have any penalties, but you, you, what we're looking at is, is a lot sharper team. Especially in the secondary, I will tell you right now, I think the secondary probably is, is our biggest upgrade over last season. I think we have a lot of guys out there who can really make some plays. Uh, Amik Robertson, man. Look, with the way the other players in the secondary are playing, Amik Robertson should have a long run next week versus the Cowboys. Um, he had a bad day. He had just let's just let's just put it out there. Amik Robertson had a bad day today. He had a dropped interception, an easy dropped interception. He was turned around really bad. Where he even after he, he gave up a twenty-five yard pass to a guy that he was covering, who was covered. He just he just went like this. He didn't see the ball. He got turned around and didn't see it. Another bad play. And then he he had a missed tackle. He went for the for the punch out for the peanut punch. He didn't get it. And instead of sharing the tackle, he went for the for the strip. And and, and the, the tight end went and got maybe five six more yards. It's inexcusable for a vet like Amik Robertson to make those kind of mistakes. Let's be honest here, Amik Robertson. If he's waking up in the morning thinking he has a spot locked up, he is sorely mistaken. There is some talent in the secondary. And the fact that he's been out there this long should tell him, hey, man, we're not sold on you. We're going to give you an opportunity to sell us. And I don't know if today sold the coaching staff because I'll tell you something right now. Those were three really bad plays that will be hard to excuse from a rookie making them, let alone a third or fourth year guy. Okay. Uh, can he play? Yes, he can play. But we can't have this up and down. We can't have these mistakes. We need to be more steady. This goes to show you, do we need 
flashy players scattered throughout. The, we would be great if we had them, right? But if you do your job, more often than not, a team's going to give you a couple throughout the game. But you've got to capitalize on these things. You can't drop interceptions. That's one of the big things that I said before the preseason even started. One of the big things I wanted to see from our secondary is finish plays. The plays are going to be out there to be made. you got to make them, man. you got to make them. That's three interceptions in the last two games that we dropped. What what would be what would be the, the the view of our defense had those had we had we had five interceptions in two weeks? A lot different, right? A lot different. Uh, I mean, let's see here. What else we got? Um, all right, guys. So here's the thing. I know I've seen it a lot on here. Uh, Hoyer looked very bad. He didn't like look good at all. Uh, Hoyer looked like he was the rookie quarterback, and Aiden O'Connell looked like the 17 year veteran. I think we can all agree on that. The indecision, the poor accuracy, the late throws. Uh, we didn't see that with Aiden O'Connell. I've only seen Aiden O'Connell throw one bad pass in two games. One. That was the first pass today where he just airmailed it and there was no one around. Who knows what the issue was, whether the, the receiver ran the wrong route or whatever. I'm going to put it on Aiden O'Connell because he's the guy that threw it. So I've seen one bad pass out of him, and anything else that wasn't caught was either a really good play by the DB, which was one, or the other ones were all drops. Everything else is right there, on target. Um, this kid's good, man. Now, he's not going against a sophisticated scheme. He's not going against uh, the top-end players that the opponents have. But if you're a very good quarterback, and I'm, I'm not saying he is, but I'm saying if. If you are a very good quarterback, you should make backups look like this. You know what I'm saying? So is he going to look like this against starters? Maybe. Maybe not. We don't know yet. But for sure, he looks that way against backups. So for sure, he is like the cream of the crop of backup quarterbacks in this league. Because he looks like that against backup players. He's moving the ball at will. Whenever he gets, whenever the team doesn't convert, it's either because the run got stopped or the ball got dropped. It's not his fault. He's putting it on there every single time. He knows where he wants to go with the ball. He's decisive. I got flashbacks of our previous quarterback in the pocket when it gets a little tight. And there was, if you guys saw, Aiden O'Connell's eyes were downfield the entire time. He didn't get happy feet. He didn't cover up the ball and look around. He was poised. He moved around. He, he, he shifted from side to side. He slid from side to side. He picked up a first down with his feet. A lot of these things that we're hearing, I think we're comparing Aiden O'Connell to a lot of the more modern quarterbacks who are gunslingers, super strong arm, uh, super fast, a lot faster than old quarterbacks. He is a throwback quarterback who is fast enough to get around. 
if he there's going to be a couple of plays a game where he needs to get to get a couple yards with his feet and he can do it he just showed he did it he did it today i don't see his arm strength being an issue uh, have you guys seen his arm strength be an issue i think we're okay so just to show you what i'm looking at here playing with very similar teammates very similar targets so Basically, Hoyer was playing with the same people that Aiden O'Connell was playing with against the same level of competition, basically. Brian Hoyer, 12 of 22, an average of 6.5 yards, no touchdowns, one interception, a 55.9 rating. Aiden O'Connell, 11 of 18, 163 yards, 9.1 average, two touchdowns, no picks, no sacks, 127.8 rating. Uh, now... Jimmy Garoppolo, on the other hand, four for four, 39 yards, 9.8 rating, uh, 9.8 average, 100.7 rating. Look, what does this mean? Again, it doesn't mean nothing. It all means something. But it means that everything looks on time. Everything looks uh, crisp. It looks clean. Right? It looks like you want it to look. And that's really all we can go off of right now. Now, when you have, like, uh, other rookie quarterbacks, right, that are playing with first-team players out in the league, I've been watching some of these teams, and I'm just like, man, these rookie quarterbacks really look like rookies. They look like rookies looked, like, five years ago, five, six years ago. That's that's how rookies look right now. Aiden O'Connell is not playing like a rookie He's been like a he's been like a rookie who's played a lot of football, right? Now you take a lot of these quarterbacks that are coming into the league, they are coming from really big programs, right? And they maybe played only a couple years, and you know, Aiden O'Connell's played a lot of ball. He walked on to Purdue, he played four years, started the last two, and. As of right now, with the information that I have, I feel comfortable with Aiden O'Connell being out there. Should we have a huge lead and have to take Garoppolo out or whatever, right? I'm, I'm, I'm okay with that. Kaylee Makahanaloa, Hoyer's arm is shot. Uh, I can't disagree, my man. I cannot disagree. It look doesn't look great. Uh, AOC four might be the immediate future. He very well may be, man. He very well may be. Um, look, is it is it is it in season action? Right? Is it in season intensity? Is it in season speed? Is it in season scheme? Is it in season you know uh, coaching? Right? Like. You're really, instead of working on what you need to work on, you're actually working to win the game, right? It's not that yet. But you have to admit, the kid's looking pretty fucking good. Uh, it's one of the things that we have to put into perspective here. And again, perspective is a very interesting concept. It's very useful, but it has to be rooted in reality. And here is the reality. The reality is, this is preseason football. 
What also is the reality is we've seen a 17-year veteran look like dog shit playing with the same players that a rookie played with who looked like a world beat. What does that tell you? That tells me that maybe in this system with the tools that they have right now, I don't see Brian Horner being like a lot smarter on field than Aiden O'Connell. Now, off the field, studying, getting prepared, what to look for and stuff like that, yes, that experience does come into play. But processing speed, recognition, uh, knowing where to go with the football, decision-making, that stuff, I don't see Brian Hoyer being a huge upgrade from Aiden O'Connell if it's an upgrade at all. I just don't see that. Um, look for a hard dose of Aiden O'Connell next week. Just to get him some more experience, get him some more snaps. Uh, we did have a little bit of a kind of a question mark. Rory, who just loves to piss in his own Cheerios, uh, said, well, we haven't seen him take a hit yet. Well, I mean, he did a couple hits today, but it's like, go off of what you've seen, not what you haven't. Uh, I just, I don't get the whole, you know, whenever something happens, you automatically, you know, turn to a negative viewpoint. Let's be excited for what we're seeing right now. Has Aiden O'Connell made it look easy? Yes. Has he made it look easy, especially in the red zone? Yeah. But if you're that good, you should make it look easy against, we'll call it inferior competition of second strings, right? So he basically tells me he's really not a second string guy. He could be a starter. That's what he's. That's what his play is saying. Now, what we have to be careful of is making it seem like it's an equal drop-off on every team, starters to backups. That's not the case. There are certain players that teams have that are just so much better than everybody else in the field. Their starters are so much better than their backups that if you're, you're, you're shredding the backups, oh, yeah, well, if he's shredding the backups against the first team, man, he, he, he still could do pretty good. Whoa, hold on. That's not necessarily the case. Remember what we said, right? Perspective is good, but it has to be in some foundation of reality. We haven't seen him do that yet, but we can still be excited from what we have seen him do. And what we have seen him do is what? 11 of 18. One was a bad pass. I'm telling you, the rest of those were drops. I saw like five, six drops. Uh, 163 yards, two touchdowns. Those red zone passes, I'm telling you, man, this kid, he's maximizing his tools to their utmost ability. Recognizing the defense, being accurate, being quick, being decisive. These throws have been there the, the last few years. They just weren't being done. They weren't being taken. They were being second-guessed. They weren't as accurate. They were being thrown out of bounds. This is what they, this is what it should look like in the red zone. All right? Okay, what else we got here today? Um, all right. Ooh, Trey Tucker. Okay. Trey Tucker had showed a lot of pop, a lot of sizzle. He, I watched him on a couple of plays, and he was able to beat his man so fast 
where he was wide open when the ball he was the ball wasn't even supposed to be thrown yet. Like that's he was supposed to do a ten yard out. He was open at like five yards. You're not gonna throw the ball right then, but he was open right then, and he just he has to get more consistent catching the ball. He drops a touchdown. He drops another pass, and then he makes an amazing catch on the sideline. You gotta show. We have to see more consistency. So I'll tell you something right now. He's going to be asked to make those more routine catches a whole lot more than he's going to be asked to make those amazing catches. There's going to be a lot more of the easy ones that are going to be of the hard ones. He's got to be able to snatch those and bring those in. If not, he may not have a very long career. There's a lot of fast guys out there. Got to be able to catch the ball. And I'm not saying he's not going to make the team whatsoever. I'm saying if this inconsistent hands continues, it's going to be a rough go for him, man. Because one thing that this regime needs to be able to do is they need to be able to rely on you. They need to be able to count on you. And if you're inconsistent, they can't count on you. And they're just going to find somebody else to go to. So uh, I was very encouraged by his heart. Very encouraged by his mental makeup, right? He dropped a sure touchdown pass. Damn. He dropped another pass. Damn. Makes a sizzling catch on the sidelines. Okay. His head, his head's still in it. He's not down himself. He's telling himself, I still got this. So there is hope there. There is hope. If he can be that guy more often than he's the other guy that drops easy passes, I think we might have something there, guys. All right. Um, The main issue that we're looking at with this team right now is you're seeing improvements everywhere, right? You're seeing improvements all the way through. You're seeing improvements in the depth of the offensive line. You're seeing improvements in the depth of the defensive line. The linebackers, yo, man, that kid from NC State, Zach something or other, I forgot his name. That dude can freaking move, man. He's small. I'm not going to lie. He's a small guy. But that dude can move around. He can, he can put, a, put a hat on somebody. Uh, so what we're looking at here is a growing depth of roster. That just goes to show you how poor the depth of our, the depth in our roster was the last couple of years, how top-heavy the roster was. We still have those top-end players, but we're getting a lot better players underneath. And that's what happens when you draft poorly, and that's what happens when you, you know, sign the wrong free agents. We're doing, you know, picking, choosing here and there, the guys that we're bringing in, but we're focusing on smart guys who are tough and, uh, you know, who, who, who want to play. So these are all good things, man. Next week, what, what, what are we going to see next week? I don't know. Next week, uh, actually, Lance Kirk. That's a good. That's a good point. I was saying this after he was drafted. Tucker ran like a four six or something like that in the combine. Like he had a bad run, but you look at his pro day, it was a four two nine, like a legit a sub four three forty. I don't know what happened. Whether he was he stayed up fucking too much the night before. I don't know what he was doing, 
but he did not run well in his pro in his excuse me in the combine but in the pro day he lit it up. Boogie. The Druyak regime definitely left a lot, left Ziegler a lot to fix. Yeah, man, look. The deal that we're looking at right now is these decisions should be hard. You don't want to go into a season where you know who your starters are going into the preseason. That shows you that you don't have any guys underneath pushing starters. You don't have any guys underneath who are really trying to like, are really right there, who are just, you know, 1A and 1B. You want camp battles. You guys know, you guys should know by now that I'm a big USC fan, right? Pete Carroll was a USC coach made, you know, what, 20 years ago. He preached competition. First day of spring uh, of spring uh, football, he showed a depth chart, and it was blank. There are no starters. Everyone has to earn their spot every single week. If you're starting, that means you're the best player this week. That's what we need. We need to have guys go in there and prove it every single week. And when they do, you reward it. Because if a guy is dogging it and another guy's playing better than him and you don't put the better player in, what does that tell that better player? Oh, it doesn't matter how well I, I play or how well I perform. It's his job. That's not the message you want to say. So, yeah, Boogie, pull him out with the pick six. Look, we talked about that earlier. Wasn't an easy pick six. As pick sixes go, okay, as 50-yard pick sixes go, that was pretty damn easy. But we saw an easy interception by Amik Robinson drop this week. We saw an easy interception last week by Duke Shelley dropped and turned into a touchdown. And we saw an easy interception by Amari Bernie dropped. So, I don't care whether they're easy or they're hard. you got to finish the play. you got to produce. Okay? So, I'm going to recap. Raiders win. Look, big, look great going away. Uh, they've only gave up, given up 17 points in the preseason on defense. They had a pick six for seven of the points today. They gave up seven points last week. They get the defense gave up ten points today. Good defensive effort. We're seeing a lot of guys flying around the football. It's going to be a lot of tough decisions. Now, remember, cutdowns are a little bit different this year. You don't have to get to certain numbers along the way. You just have to be at that number at the end. So you can play a lot of players into the preseason a little bit more. Uh, so keep an eye on some of these camp battles, man, because there's going to be some names out there that you may think like, "Wow, I can't believe we got real so and so or this guy," because man. Couple of these, couple of these wide receivers are looking pretty good, especially in the red zone. They're looking pretty good. Uh, so, to wrap up, I want to make sure we all focus on what we can pull from this. Again, does this mean we're going to be scoring thirty-four points a game? It doesn't mean we will, and it doesn't mean we won't. What it means is the players that we do have against the competition that we are playing are playing really sharp. We're moving the ball. We're flying on defense, and we, and we still got to capitalize on opportunities. If we capitalize on opportunities, man, we could have been four oh, 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 past forty points today, easily, and last week as well. So, all right, guys.
that's my time for today's quick wrap-up show. A lot of the same from last week. We, we saw what we needed to see. I personally think that Aiden O'Connell should surpass Brian Hoyer as the backup quarterback. I just think he looks more comfortable in this system, even though Hoyer has played much longer in this system. He looks more in command. He looks sharper. He's more accurate and more decisive with the ball. And I think the offense just looks like it's got more juice than when Hoyer's in there. Hoyer, I think, is still a very valuable asset. I think Hoyer can go in there and help Aiden O'Connell and take some of the slack from Jimmy G. Jimmy G, he's from all accounts, he's a good, he's a good teammate, and he's going to help Aiden O'Connell, but he also needs to get prepared himself, right? So that's why you have a Brian Hoyer to help show Aiden O'Connell how to be prepared and how to look at certain things and how to, to, to notice different tendencies in opposing defenses. All right, guys. All right. That's my time for tonight, everybody. I want to make sure you know how much I appreciate you guys. Make sure to like, comment, and subscribe. The combination of haters, friends, and mamas, go ahead and just mix them up and tell everybody to subscribe to the Autumn Winbacks. Remember, we got some merch coming out soon. You guys have asked about it. I don't think a week goes by without me asking, getting asked about a hat, shirts, merch, swag, all that stuff. We're going to get it coming out for you guys. All right? Um, and just to wrap up, Raiders win 34-17. Great days. Great day out there by Isaiah Paul Mao had a great day. We had the first team offense went out there and looked really good. Uh, you know, uh, Malcolm Coons looked really good today as well. Uh, Isaiah Paul Mao getting six on defense. Aiden O'Connell just slinging the rock, looking like a total G. Uh, hopefully, we see more of the same next week. But until then, peace.